Welcome to episode 35 of the DC Drop, where we talk all the news from this week in DC movies, TV, and comics. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Boy, we've got a lot, a lot to get into, a really meaty news week for the first time in a while. So we have release dates for 2021 DC films. First up, May of that year, May 21st, DC Super Pets. This is the movie that Collider first mentioned back in July to be written and directed by Jared Stern, who's has writing credits on the Lego Batman, Lego Ninjago, and some other stuff. And THR also mentioned that Sam Levine will also be a director. He's got some animation background. So we have, this is a real thing, and this is going to, to move forward. With, that's really all we know at this point, but it does have a release date, and that will be May 21st of 2021. Yeah, it's a, it's a real thing that's actually happening, not something that I think I would have predicted all that long ago before July that it would be a real thing that we'd actually see in theaters. But I I don't know. I, it's just like any of these other things. I think it has a chance to be good. If they do a good job with it, they can be goofy. They can have fun. Um, but yeah, it's this is pretty good confirmation and um, the first movie coming out in 2021 from DC. Yeah, it says they're a lot further along than we thought in this. And yeah, I don't we could do a lot of speculating on what pets we think are going to be in it and all that. Hopefully crypto is there Yeah, and ACE and, and those guys. But yeah, until we get more, don't really know much else to say about it, but it is, I mean, it could be a cool thing. There are plenty of animated movies based on pets that could be done. Exactly. And here's a big one. June 25th of 2021, the Batman. That is a really big one. And something that we've been wondering about for quite a while. So that's, that's really awesome to get a confirmation of when that's coming out and that's a that's a good date it's a good right middle smack dab of the summer blockbuster date yeah you would think june for a batman movie and that makes sense uh good to finally have a goal in mind for this something to shoot for as always with these movies especially this far out they could shift they always can can shift and change but these are the official dates so they're they're pretty confident and things are are going on and we've got plenty more to talk about with batman in a little bit and also August 6th of 2021, so not long after, these are bing, bang, boom, the next Suicide Squad film will come out. Yeah, and again, the, like these dates, they're they're cool to have, and like you said, they can change. They they certainly change quite often, for, for especially for big big projects like this, but it does, it just helps put things in perspective about, you know, what, where the studio's expectations are of how far along the film is, what is left to be done, and then, you know, when we get the scraps of news about, like, this part of filming is done or they're doing reshooting or they're reworking the script or that kind of stuff. It just gives you more, more time and more, or or more context around, you know, how much time is left? What do they still have to get done? How much time are they spending on the different parts? So it just gives more context and obviously something concrete to look forward to. Absolutely. I am surprised Suicide Squad would be, I, I don't have any questions with Suicide Squad being able to make that day. It's just funny because we've had Matt Reeves on the Batman for about two years. Right. And we've only known about James Gunn on Suicide Squad for a few months. Um, so that's it, different movies take different time to develop. I get that. I'm still hoping for something late 2020 or early 2021. Uh, maybe they could do something smaller, a la like Birds of Prey. That's mm-hmm. just started filming and it's going to be out early 2020, um, especially with all of those smaller, lower budget films in development. There's plenty of time to get one for late 2020 or early 2021. I don't know if they're aiming for that, but I, I'm kind of hoping for something like that too, you know, if something's ready. Yeah, that would be that would be really awesome because, you know, this looks this is three movies in 2021, but like DC Super Pets, it's hard it's not really in the kind of the same vein yeah. as these films, but yeah, it would it would be pretty cool to get like an early 2021 or late 2020 like you said. 
Yeah, so this tells us what the roadmap is for the next few years. Obviously, we've got Shazam and Joker in the kitchen this year. Mm -hmm. Next year, Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman 1984, and then these films in 2021. And again, nothing nothing concrete about Flash, but that's that's to be expected. Yeah, or so many other things that right. are in development. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, lots of things. And if D and if they only want to do two live action DC movies a year, then um, it could be, you know, a lot of those projects aren't going to make it or it's going to be a long time before we do get to see them. So along with this news is the seeming confirmation that Ben Affleck is no longer going to be Batman. Uh, not terribly surprising. We, you know, a lot of people have speculated this for a long time, especially since once he left the director's chair a couple of years ago, the Hollywood Reporter first reported in July of 2017 that um, Affleck was unlikely to return as Batman and the studio was looking for a way to get him out of the role or, or transition to someone new. He just sort of shared a deadline article that says he is not returning. Uh, it's weird. Nobody came out and nobody officially came out and specifically said, no, I'm never going to be Batman again. But if you read the articles, um, THR confirmed that that tweet was his way of saying goodbye to the role. And lots of people have confirmed. I mean, uh, so I don't, I you never say never. I mean, Michael Keaton or Christian Bale could come back as Batman, but I would be shocked if we ever see Affleck in the role again. And, and casting has, or is about to start on a new Batman. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a little different. I, I don't think he needs to, I don't think here the studio needs to release like unofficial statement saying he was definitely not playing Batman in the next film. He will be stepping down or anything like that. It's, it's a little weird to do that. You don't, you would more do an announcement of when you have cast the person who is playing Batman. And so this is, I don't know, it's a bit of a strange way for it to kind of officially be done. Um, but it's, it's obviously not a huge surprise to anybody who's been following this news that um, Ben Affleck's not going to be playing Batman in the, in the next Batman film. But like you said, that doesn't 100% rule out him ever putting on the cape and cowl again and showing up somewhere. But um, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I would be more shocked than Keaton returning, to right. be honest, uh, just with, <laughs> with everything surrounding it. Um, yeah, the, a new actor's coming. Hi hypothetically, if you could do a young Batman in the Reeves films and a team up down the line present day where Affleck is a Batman, you could hypothetically do that. But that is so unlikely. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, There's not even going to be a team up anytime soon. Affleck does have one Batman role on his or one appearance left on his contract that will expire mm. by the time any anything uh comes to pass so we're two and a half years away from a batman movie how long after before hypothetical team up um so yeah uh a new batman is coming and variety said that there's speculation reeves wants a batman in his 20s and the studio might want someone slightly older in the 30s but that will all be decided once reeves starts meeting with candidates and it sounds like that's going to happen pretty soon we could have a batman relatively soon yeah, which makes, you know, that June 2021 release date even kind of crazier in my mind, just the fact that they don't even have a Batman yet. But obviously, I mean, that's still, that's a lot of time left. It's just, it's kind of funny that, you know, this this kind of huge decision, it seems, is still up in the air, but they, they do have a release date. So that they're probably pretty close to, to figuring out who they want. I'm sure, I'm sure Matt Reeves has somebody in mind. Um, so I, I hope that the, that decision gets made soon. Yeah, if they decide on someone soon, that will give someone plenty of time to prepare for if there's a late fall filming, you know, that'll time to bulk up and everything like that. We could speculate on who we want to see, but I'm more interested, you know, looking back, what will your what will you remember from Ben Affleck's role as Batman? What do you think his legacy will be as Batman? I mean, I think 
I I feel <laughs> like it's a little it's a little bit disappointing because I, and I I almost just feel bad for Ben Affleck because he loves the character so much. I mean, I think more than any other actor who has ever played Batman or maybe will ever play Batman, he has loved the character of Batman more. And I think he did a pretty good job of bringing that character to life and bringing something new to the character. It's just that I think it happened in films that weren't necessarily received very well. And so I think you can kind of see that he he's pretty upset by that. I think nobody's going to I don't think a lot of people are going to put his Batman in context of the film, like as the best Batman ever. And that's kind of sad because I think that's probably something he wanted. Um, but that being said, like just my personal opinion, I think he, I think he makes a really, really good Batman. Um, pretty, pretty brutal Brat- Batman, probably the scariest Batman that we've had ever. Um, and then he's, he's also a pretty good Bruce Wayne as, as well. Yeah. It's, it is tough to, to look back because yeah, I, he theoretically could have been, should have been my far away favorite Batman of all time. And he's a lot of people's favorite for his performance, especially in BVS. Um, I think he did such a great job with, with what he was asked to do, the way he bulked up, the way he got into that character. I, you couldn't ask for a much better performance out of him. And uh, to me, he is the closest to what I think of when I think of Batman in terms of live action actors. Uh, in terms of, he's got the, the size, the physicality, the, the craziness of Batman with the, the charm and the suaveness of Bruce Wayne. He, um, maybe with one more film, he could have been my definitely like the concrete runaway best Batman ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tough to say that because he was just in a couple team up films and, and that, so it's tough to compare him to people like Keaton or Bale or Adam West. But unfortunately I think, you know, he, he definitely, there's a lot of people who say he's the best Batman ever. And, um, I wonder what his legacy will be with a big pop culture because, you know, in a few poorly received films, it's, it's more of a, you know, I'm sure he gets a lot of jokes about that and, and everything like that. So, um, I don't think his legacy will be that well remembered, unfortunately with the general pop culture, but I think a lot of people will love and appreciate what he did and what he brought to the table in his appearances. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, I think it, it does speak a lot to his his portrayal of Batman that I, I can't imagine. It's hard for me to imagine, I should say, any of the other actors like being as convincing of a Batman fighting Superman and having it be quite as even of a fight as it was in BVS and like having the um, the motivation and the reason for going after Superman that he did in BVS. I think he did a really, really good job with with that character, with the motivations and then with also like the believability of actually being able to to hold his own against Superman. Right, and just looking like Batman off of the pages right. of the comic, you know, it is a physical vis- visual medium. So, just his his physical appearance, looking like that, um, yeah, it, it, he will be missed, and it will be tough for whoever is the next Batman to just embody the character in the ways, uh, in many of the ways that he was able to. Yeah, but it, it is exciting. Like, there's a new Batman coming. There's a new potential film trilogy or more with a really talented director writer and matt reeves did talk about his take on the batman movie with the hollywood reporter yeah he said it's it's very much a point of view driven noir batman tale it's told very squarely on his shoulders and i hope it's going to be a story that will be thrilling but also emotional it's more batman in his detective mode than we've seen in the films the comics have a history of that he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective and that's not necessarily been a part of what movies have been i'd love to be i'd love this to be one where when when we go on that journey of tracking down the criminals and trying to solve a crime, it's going to allow his character to have an arc so that he can go through a transformation. 
and this is this is very similar and reminiscent of you know other interviews that Matt Reeves has had. He's 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 been pretty consistent saying you know this is a point of view. It's noir style. It's going to focus on detective work. But this is probably the most fleshed out description of that we've gotten so far. Yeah, I like everything that I hear from Matt Reeves. We have seen detective aspects in all the other films, but I wouldn't say that they're detective films, right? Like there are detective aspects to them. And so digging into that really deeper can be pretty exciting. He is the world's greatest detective after all. And yeah, this tells me that that will be a big point of that. And he also, you know, emphasizes how it's point of view and how it's going to be Batman's arc and and heavily on that. And I think a lot of the solo Batman films have um, arguably been more about arcs of the villains. And so yeah. uh, I think that's going to be tough to juggle, but you know, this can give us something really get into Batman's head and something like that. Yeah. And to me, this sounds like a much more, like you said, a, a less focus on the villain and more focus on, on Batman and his, his changes. So maybe not a completely established Batman or um, a more grounded, not that Batman's villains aren't always grounded, but a more grounded villain that is uh, a more of an intellectual match than physical match probably. Yeah, absolutely. And he did talk about the the villains a little bit too. Yeah, he said, there will be a rogues gallery that the casting process will begin shortly. We're starting to put together our battle plan. I'm doing another pass on the script and we'll be begin some long lead stuff to start developing conceptual things. So I, I don't I really know what long lead stuff to start developing conceptual things means, but it, it sounds like, I, I like the word rogues gallery. That's cool. <laughs> it's, a, it's a way for someone who has experience with the press to say a lot of words without really telling you any details no i mean you know they're in pre-production basically that's a fancy way of saying that yeah uh yeah a rogues gallery that is good to hear batman's got a lot of villains i want to see some of them we've heard you know penguin possibly i hope we get to see more than that um and i'm totally cool with seeing multiple villains in a film i know some people are like just focus on one i'm cool with uh fitting in a bunch and especially i think matt reeves can handle that and if he's looking long term at potentially multiple films I think he, you know, I trust that he knows what he's doing there. Yeah, and we've we've seen a lot of one-on-one um, Batman versus his villain, and it's very much like you said, an arc of the villain. And so having multiple villains, I think, shifts the the focus bat on back onto Batman, which is what Reeves says he wants to do. Uh, and then he was also asked if he's involved with other films like Bird of Prey and Batgirl, and he said, right now I'm involved in the Batman. What it'll be called ultimately, I don't know. Aquaman is going to be very different from the Todd Phillips Joker movie, and that's going to be different from Shazam and Harley Quinn. And Warner Brothers believes that they don't have to try to develop a giant slate that has to have all the plans for how it's going to connect. What they need to try to do is make good movies with these characters. Um, Yeah, that, that goes into the creator-driven thing, all that. Um, I just hope they at least uh, are generally aware of what is going on, especially, you know, I, I don't think Matt Reeves needs to check in with what's going on in Atlantis. I think with at least Birds of Prey and Batgirl, I think you want to be on the same page there. If he, especially if he wants to introduce Barbara Gordon down the line, and you know, especially if they're going to be sharing potential sets, I don't want to see a bunch of different takes on Arkham. So I do hope they have all of that on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, these films are going to be standalone. We know that, but I do hope they have generally, you know, have an idea of what characters are where and what their story is, and especially when you're talking about all those Gotham-related characters. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. The the whole Bat family of characters, it would be really nice to have them more connected than the the other come somewhat quote unquote unrelated characters like Aquaman. Um, but yeah, this is this falls right in line with the kind of um, statements we've gotten from Warner Brothers about it being creator driven and 
everything's not necessarily completely connected and everything like that. So none of this is a huge surprise. Absolutely. So they were referring it to, to it as the Batman for now, but that might not be the final official title or anything like that. Also interesting, the next Suicide Squad film is currently being referred to as The Suicide Squad. First off, what do you think of that, Zach? Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's not the most imaginative title ever because that it's literally just what it is. So, But I, I really don't care. I The titles never really bother me that much or get me that excited either. I just I like watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just think it, it makes sense for the Batman because it's like the first Batman film in a in this new franchise or new whatever first solo Batman film. And there's been a Batman before. Mm-hmm. So I like the Batman, but the suicide squad, like, okay, the first film was suicide squad. Next one we're going to call the suicide squad. And I mean, it's five years later, but still that just sounds weird. Then we'll call one a suicide squad, another suicide squad. I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't love it, but it's not a, a huge deal. Maybe it'll grow on me. They should just do the, the alien aliens thing and just call this one suicide squads. Oh, and you'll have competing suicide squads? Or? Exactly. Okay. That's one thing. That's that's one way to do things. Yeah. Uh, but we knew back in October that James Gunn was writing with the possibility to direct it. And now he is officially in talks to direct the Suicide Squad. That is the plan. Yeah. And uh, they kind of talk about the title and maybe it isn't a direct sequel. They say that it, the pick has the title of the Suicide Squad as not being labeled as a direct sequel, but as a relaunch. Um, and sources say that Gun James Gunn's focus is going to take the franchise in a new direction with a mostly all-new cast of characters and actors. And sources also say that the project is also very much rooted in Gunn's vibe as seen in the Guardians of the Galaxy's movies. Well, first off, you can say the, the first Suicide Squad was vaguely, big picture terms, similar in vibe to Guardians, mm-hmm. just with the, the music choices, the cast of characters, I guess. Um, the rest of that, I'm a little torn on. Obviously, Suicide Squad wasn't very well received, so it's it makes sense to take it, tweak it, take it in a new direction. There's a cool premise there. Um, I think the cast and characters and actors were the best part right. of the film. So changing that just to change it and get away, I don't really like that. Um, Suicide Squad does naturally lend itself to having a new team, but that should be because most of half the team gets blown up each mission. So I hope we get to see some of those guys return and maybe get blown up or or something like that, as crazy as that is to root for. But uh, I think at a, at a minimum, personally, I think for commercial you know, business purposes, you need Will Smith as Deadshot and Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn back. And I would personally be really disappointed if we didn't see Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. The rest of them I would like to see, but understand if you can't. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think I, I don't think the problem was so much with the characters. I think that people didn't like the the story and probably the the huge world ending battle and all that kind of stuff and so i think just kind of changing the story and the setting while keeping the characters the same would be okay um but you know this is a a new director wanting to change things up he he wants to tell his own story so if he if he needs new characters to tell that story that's okay but like you said i i really hope um the, the characters you mentioned obviously Margot Robbie as harley quinn and will smith i think they they definitely need to come back so Charles Roven and Peter Safran will be producing. Peter Safran has done Aquaman and Shazam. And so he's kind of new to DC films, but he has worked with Gunn before. Yeah, that's always nice to get people you've worked with before. So congrats to Aquaman, now the number one DC film ever at the worldwide box office. So it's just shy of $1.1 billion as we speak. And it is top The Dark Knight Rises as the highest grossing DC film. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. That's just That's really good news. Makes you happy. I like it. I like money. I'm sure that people at 
at DC and Warner Brothers like money. So, I mean, I don't get any of that money, but I, I like when things that I like are popular. So, this is yeah, good news. Uh, congrats to to all involved on the success. And, and not surprisingly, WB is working to bring back James Wan for an Aquaman sequel. Uh, Deadline had a, a little bit of an article on that. Yeah, they said, sources said the plane in, in discussion is for Wan to oversee the development of a second film, including the selection of writers, and then make a decision a decision on whether to direct it when he sees the script. Yeah, that kind of just tells me that Wan wants a lot of money and right. he wants uh, he wants a good script. But, you know, he's overseeing the selection of writers, so I think that should take care of itself if he, if he does, you know, oversee that. Um, and it sounds like he wants to be back and, and have a chance to do it again. Uh, I think he might need a little bit of a break, so I wouldn't be opposed to him going and doing something small, you know, get away from the big blockbuster stuff uh, for a little bit. But I, yeah, I think ultimately he will be back. I'd be surprised if he's not. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. And he's got, you know, something small in, in the DC family. He's working on Swamp Thing as you know however indirectly he is working on that but um yeah i really hope he gets to direct the second one as well yeah i think they'll they'll work something out everybody involved i think knows that's what's best uh crazy still more news uh we have a teaser kind of a teaser for birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn it was just dropped on youtube some new channel and it's seemingly just to me it just looks like costume test footage just hanging on but it, it seems like a teaser to announce hey we've started filming and all that yeah, it's it's cool. Nothing really to to glean from this story wise, but it's it's really cool to get these little brief glimpses of all the different characters. And some some very nice person has taken screenshots of all the times where it's paused, and you can see all the characters. So you don't have to try to do that with your own YouTube clip. Yeah, anything jump out to you that you liked, or costume wise, or anything like that? I don't know. I like Harley Quinn's sleeves. That I don't think I could pull that look off, but it looks it looks pretty good on her. <laughs> yeah nothing nothing looks great here uh that sounds bad nothing looks blows me away with looking great except for margot robbie as harley quinn uh but nothing else literally looks bad only you know, i mean black mask needs a black mask right on his face uh but you know I, you gotta have give ewan mcgregor some face time but hopefully he has a mask at some point but yeah and it looks it's just a cool way to get a look at all these characters and a smart little bit of marketing to to show a first look um yeah i'm looks good so far yeah uh patty jenkins talked with the hollywood reporter a little bit more about possible wonder woman 3 uh, she says i'm not set but i'm not dying to do another period piece i'm not pining to put it in the past again you have to go forward um so from that quote i'm sure there's there's probably some reference to chris pine there about him coming back maybe it'll be just a a chris like a, a solo film for him instead of wonder woman 3 no i don't know uh, i'm this is far off you know She's right. still working on the second film. And, you know, obviously people are asking about the third film already. So who knows? Uh, hopefully it's successful. And she's talked about how she's got a trilogy, I think, and that she wants to tell. So hopefully she gets to do that. Yeah. We, we know so little about the what's going, why 1984 was, what what purpose that is going to have in the second film that it's tough to speculate on what we're going to get here. Um, do you have a preference for a time period? Not really. It's just, you know, if you're going to have a time period, have it service the story in some way like if it doesn't need to be set when it is then don't set it then if that sentence makes any sense yeah i'm, I'm cool with moving up to the present day for the next one uh, she also said that she hopes there isn't a justice league movie for a while and she wants to see more solo films um, but she also said never say never if when asked if she would direct a justice league film so 
that would be pretty cool. She she can do pretty good action and good stories, so she's a good director. So if if they asked her to do a Justice League film, I I would not be disappointed. Yeah, I wouldn't want her to leave. You know, I, I'm torn always with that because I don't want her to leave Wonder Woman, but I think she would be a great choice if and when they ever decide to do another Justice League. Yeah, and I I would guess right now that her hopes are probably going to be granted that I don't. I don't know. I don't foresee another big Justice League team up movie for a while. I think I think they're probably going to be focusing on solo films for a while. Yeah, that's that's obviously what it looks like. Uh, and then in TV news, the CW renewed all five of their DC superhero shows for next television season. So that means season eight of Arrow, six of The Flash, five of Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow, three for Black Lightning, and season five of I Zombie, which was previously announced as its final season. It well, it previously announced that their last season was going to be their final season, but now, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, not surprising. Usually, the the CW announces in advance, like with iZombie, if it's going to be a final season. So, yeah, if we if any of these were going to be the last season next year, then they would probably announce that during the summer. But not surprising. But you know, it's good for for fans of the Arrowverse that they are all back. I'm kind of curious if they do anything with Crisis on Infinite Earths. If maybe they do something weird where one of these shows gets a half season and ends with crisis or, and then maybe Batwoman starts in the spring and starts a new one, or if they do anything weird with that, or if they just, you know, it's crisis on infinite earth, but business as usual, we'll keep going. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's awesome that these all got renewed. And yeah, the, the fact that they all got renewed does, like you said, make me more optimistic for a really, really huge crossover um, or big event. Like you said. Yeah, absolutely. And then last up, we got some casting news for the Batwoman pilot um, from Deadline. So Megan Tandy from Teen Wolf has been cast as Sophie Moore. Cameris Johnson from Luke Cage has been cast as Luke Fox. And Nicole Yang from You has been cast as Mary Hamilton. Uh, Any of these stand out to you? I'm not actually familiar with any of these uh, actors, I think. Yeah, me either. But this is confirmation that Luke Fox will be in this show. Uh, and that is Lucius Fox's son, mm-hmm. and in the comics he becomes Batwing. So I, I think he will be the, you know, he's the tech guy. I think he will be the Cisco, the win that you know all of these shows need one of those guys. I think he'll be the tech guy, and maybe eventually grow into becoming a superhero of his own. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon. Mm-hmm.